right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Proverbs 31, and I am here with today's Devo writer, Lucina Thompson. So glad to be here. Glad to have you here. And you are joined by your husband, Kyle Thompson. I love to be anywhere with my wife, so I'm really glad to be here, too. (laughs) So sweet. Well, both of you have been on the podcast before, and obviously, Lucina, you shared about yourself as today's Devo writer. So if those listening want to get to know y'all more, we'll put those links in the episode description, and we can just jump right in to Proverbs 31. And so the the big question we're starting with, Lucina, I'm going to pitch it to you, is was this proverb written by a different author or said differently? Who is this king? That's a great question. And the text actually tells us mm-hmm. that it is King Lemuel. And who is that? Right. That's the question. And many commentators believe that this is actually King Solomon. Mm-hmm. And what we know is that he is the son then of David and Bathsheba. Right. Um, and that this may have been a pet name, possibly, mm. that Bathsheba gave him. Some actually think it could be also Hezekiah, another great king in Israel's history. So it's either way, but I, I'm going to go with Solomon. I'm going to lean that Me way. Me too. I, I lean that way as well. And here's why. Because I've walked in the shoes that his mother would have walked in. Hmm. And so let's stop for a moment and think about who this is and what she's doing in the early, in the first few verses and then to the woman she um, describes for him so beautifully. And so this is a woman who made mistakes herself, whether that was forced on her or she made mistakes. And what came from that was Solomon. That was the consummation of the mm-hmm. mistake made. And this is the sin of adultery between David and Bathsheba. And what I think is so powerful about that is men and women out there, if you are listening and you have made what you consider a grave mistake, one of the big 10 sins, and you have no voice any longer, or your voice has been quieted, that exactly is exactly what the enemy wants. Mm. And what I get from this is this woman, Bathsheba, speaks wisdom into her son. She has spoken to him. He then supposedly writes these things down. And so she gives him warnings, and I love that in the early. She kind of categorizes it quickly into three things. Watch out for women, wine, and speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. And those are the warnings. Mm -hmm. And then she says, now, let me tell you about who you should choose. Now, he chose a lot of women, unfortunately. We know know that. He didn't pick just one. (laughs) So I don't think he could have gone wrong on this deal. There were so many that he had to choose from. But look at whom he describes. Mm. And as a mother of a single son, I have a son, Jordan, who's about to turn 35, and he's still single. (laughs) All the single ladies out there, you need to know that. And he's a catch. And um, this would be what I would turn to as he starts to look for a woman to say, wow, this is who you should look for. Mm -hmm. Not because I have not made mistakes, but I've learned from my mistakes. And this is who I aspire to be with every breath that I have for the rest of my life. This woman. Kyle, let me turn to you as as a married man. um, Why is this section of scripture important and how would you set it up for us? Well, you know, as I read this, this this is my life. And Mm. um, I think for Lucina and I have been married almost 42 years. And I think for the first seven to 10 years, 
Uh, I had a bad perspective on my role as a husband, and and I think I squelched the strength of my wife and the mm-hmm. benefit that was for me. And so once I got God loves us enough to let us experience the consequences of the things that we do and the things we choose. Um, and so once I worked through that and realized just the gift that I have that that verse 10 de- defines me. I, an excellent wife who can find her worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her. He will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. And so mm-hmm. Lucina and I are in a sweet phase of life where I, I'd say for the last you know 20 to 30 years, she speaks into every aspect of my life. And often, I, you know, I was just thinking about we're, we're in the process of making three or four decisions right now. <laughs> And I was just thinking earlier today, each one of those, Lucina has told me, wait, I like clarity. I like to know where I'm going. And she's like, I don't feel good about that. I don't think we're ready. And you you know what I'm talking about. Um, and so let's just, let's just slow down. And it is, I, I have such unlimited and complete trust of her because I know the Spirit of God is in her. And I know I hear the Spirit most clearly uh, through my wife, other than the spirit that's in me, and so anyway, we're we're at a, a, a sweet uh, life phase. I would encourage men that listen to this just to to let your wife be uh, to complete you. You know, her strength is really where your strength comes from, where your strength as a couple comes from. And Lucina's gifted very differently than me. And I people often say, man, you and Lucina are so much alike. And I'm like, yeah, that's because she's discipled me for 42 <laughs> years. And I've become more and more the image of Christ because I can imitate her as she mm. imitates Christ. Lucina, let me ask you this. I mean, everything Kyle just described is one very complimentary, and it's uh, aspirational. So some people can look at this portion of Scripture and say this is an unrealistic standard. Or, sure, now, Lucina, you you seem to embody this well, but how many years did it take to get there? And and it could be discouraging for a woman to read this passage and just see an incredibly long to-do list. What would you say to that person? How would you speak into that? Yeah, I think this is best seen as a, a template. Hmm. And we all—why should any of us reinvent the wheel on anything in our life? Hmm. And so— Again, and I, I said this in the journey that I wrote, and if you read it, you would see that. I think you just net it down to three key areas, and it's almost like concentric circles for this woman. And for men, I think this is how all of us should define our life by our family first, and that would be your spouse, and then children that come from you, and then extended family. Family first, at the center of, I mean, God, obviously, sure. and then your family, but as far as, you know, human interaction. Right. Then— your work relationships fall outside of that, and then your community falls outside of that. It's very simple. And so let's don't get all complicated. Let's don't get overwhelmed with who it is. Let's just say, are you taking care of your inner circle well, first and foremost? And that is your husband and your children. And if you ask yourself the penetrating question that Psalm 139, search me and know my heart. And Lord, you know, am I not doing something well here? And wait, as Kyle said, he will reveal that to you. And you might need to, you know, pull in. Mm -hmm. But if so, then how am I doing in my work life? Mm 
Mm-hmm. And is are we out of balance with either of those? And then lastly, with whatever is left over, I can look to serve the community around mm-hmm. me at large. And I think just keep it that simple. That's good. Kyle, anything you'd add to that? Yeah. One, one thing that, that comes to mind is I think we in the, in the Christian world, you know, tend to box women in about mm-hmm. what they can and can't do. And I love this because she's fulfilling the purposes God made her for. And uh, and there's freedom in there. There's obviously celebration in that. And, you know, I, I think about the, the ground we've taken here at Watermark, you know, even with women working and mm-hmm. knowing that there's so many variables. And I, I used to tell, and, and every family's different. And I used to tell guys, I, I think there's, you know, you got to be careful imposing things that are not biblical and mm-hmm. celebrating what is. And, you know, in the same way, uh, it may not be appropriate for, for a man to have a job where he travels or a man that has a job where he works long hours. Mm-hmm. And if they do, we don't question, should you be doing that job? Mm-hmm. We say, hey, you need to just make sure that you're, you're fulfilling your your uh, responsibilities and priorities, that that doesn't detract. And I think about that in the same way with a woman working, mm-hmm. you know, that let's celebrate that. Let's also make sure that that it's not costing, as Lucina said, in areas that it should cost. And so I, I love the the freedom of this. I, I wish we taught on Proverbs 31 more because, and, and I would be, uh, I'd be glad to do that <laughs> with a real life situation because it is, it's, I think it's, it's what God intends for mm-hmm. us individually and as a couple. I love it. Kyle and Lucina, thank you for being here today. Thank and you. You're so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.